The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Monday, beauties and gents. This is Monique Cannon, and I thank you for listening to the Keeping It Beauty show tonight. I am alongside Akila C. Thompson on this last Monday of 2015. Woo! I can't believe it's already there. I know, right? If this is your first time listening to our show, welcome, welcome, welcome. You can listen to our archive shows on our website, keepingitbeauty.com. And we will also start our rebroadcast of iHeart on iHeartRadio next month. So that is so exciting for us. On our show, we aim to inspire you to elevate your dreams, your love, and your life. And tonight, we're going to open up the phone lines for some live coaching with our listeners, so stay tuned. Well, hello, Miss Akila. <laughs> hello, Monique. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and almost <laughs> Happy New Year. What? I know, right? It's, I can't believe the year is almost over. We're literally counting the days uh, until 2016, which is so crazy. It's mm-hmm. like extremely crazy. So how was your how's your holiday season been been so far? I mean, it's been great. I got the opportunity to for Christmas spend some time with my mom. I've actually been somewhat estranged from my parents for the past couple of years. So um I hadn't spent Christmas with either one of my parents in the past three years. So I got the opportunity to spend some time with my mom, which was great. She uh, came up from Delaware and uh, spent the weekend with me and my brother um, and my boyfriend. So it was just uh, it was a, a great experience. We got to go out, do some bowling, listen to some live music. I cooked up a storm. As and always. Everyone ate so they could eat no more. So what desserts did you make this time? Actually, I only made peach cobbler this this time. And um, my cooking mentor, and she dropped by a bread pudding, oh um, which was it's just, just absolutely amazing. That's actually one of the new things I've added to my my recipes that I've learned. Um, so, but yeah, the peach cobbler was uh, definitely a hit. So, so what about you? Well, I'm, you know, I don't get to have as much fun, I guess. We've been uh, playing a lot of board games, Phase 10, Yahtzee. Um, We kind of got hit with a lot of snow this past week. So it's been kind of fun. The kids have totally enjoyed our time, I'm sure. And we're, I mean, popcorn, hot cocoa, pottery you name it we, we that probably like a real Christmas like it, it has been I don't it know what been. in the world the weather was doing like it was like 68 degrees or something like that yeah. you know Christmas Eve and I, like I've just in in all my you know I'm originally from New York I've always lived in New York this has been by far the mildest Christmas we have ever had it didn't feel like Christmas 
at all. Well, I was going to be okay with our dirt mounds, and people started praying for snow. They told us we were going to get a dusting. Everyone's excited for a white Christmas but me. I'm like, no. And then we get, I mean, like, it just came down like nobody's business. It went from a dusting to, like, six inches or something. So I, I think that's we weren't planning for that. <laughs> I think that's going to happen here. When it does come, I think it's going to seriously pour down. Um, so, yeah, you know, I guess it's winter. What can we expect? But I was really enjoying some of those warmer days, no coats. But I will say it's been a great Christmas. We've had a lot of fun. Um, you know, the kids are just in pajamas all day. And so there's there's no agenda. And, yeah. and there's just no better time than you know, Christmas, the holiday season is always that time where you're like, I just want to kind of lay around, have a good time, spontaneous mm-hmm. fun. So we've been yeah. able to have that. Yeah. Well, that's good. Good. I'm glad you yeah. guys had a great Christmas. Well, you know, speaking of all these fun times, you know, before we jump in the show, I do um, want to just take some time to reflect on 2015 a bit, you know, thinking about the memories yeah. that we have made and we've shared and, you know, at I Am Beauty, we're always teaching about the importance of reflection and gratitude. And sometimes we just don't realize, I mean, you and I talk about it all the time of how many things we've done, how much we've done that we're like, oh my gosh, I, I didn't even realize this happened. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we truly have done a lot and we have a lot to be grateful for. So what would you say have been some of your highlights or the highlight of 2015? Mm. Oh, I would say for me is um, being, as I'm sure many of the people listening can relate to, being that very independent woman and the do it all yourself, that I kind of stepped into 2015 knowing that I needed support and really sourcing support and being a space for support. And in that, so many things came out. I mean, I met you, Monique. And um, in, in, in meeting you and in stepping into a new office space and being able to welcome interns, so much happened. I mean, this year we've had more TV appearances and features and just so many different opportunities from Circular Sisters to our first international trip. You know, me having my first international keynote. So much came as a result of just being able to partner with mm-hmm. people. So being able to partner, you know, from a from a peer perspective, as well as, you know, having, you know, interns and and people who love the work that we do and wanting to support us. And then even from um, this year, I did a lot of boo loving. Anybody that follows me know that that, that, that's being my hashtag boo loving. (laughs) And even in that space that I was always that kind of a woman that didn't know how to receive support from a significant other. And I don't know, I know that I would not have been able to get through this year without being able to be a space for like, yo, I need help. Like I, um, I can't do this alone. And he's just like been awesome. And the things that we've been able to do, like we did pilot lessons and, you know, we've been to places I've never been before this year. So I'm just extremely grateful because in any, in any entrepreneur's journey, there's going to be that struggle period. And I can be very transparent and say that this year was was definitely a struggle year. Although so many amazing things happen, it did not, it did not come with there being some very trying times. So um, right. I'm I'm grateful for the journey. Like I've I've really learned to just appreciate the journey this year. Oh, I can totally understand that and relate all too well. Shout out to Sean and Jerron for holding us down. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like God, <for> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't have our booze, I'm not really sure 
if we would even be having this call right now today <laughs> from mm-hmm. a sanity perspective. Mm-hmm. So I totally get it. I mean, wow, you know, I mean, busy, busy, busy um, is is what I heard there. I mean, we had a lot of things too going on. I mean, from our family vacation to Virginia Beach, which we went out there for nationals for track and the kids were able to have their first plane ride. And my mom was able to be with us and Jerron's parents were able to be with us and his sister. And then he surprised me. We renewed our vows under uh, the moonlight on the beach. I mean, I'm like, what? And so, I mean, all of that in one trip, I mean, it's just, it, really really resonates well with me this year because it's like no matter what was going on we always had family and even as we grow the business um I just I couldn't ask for anything else I mean it was there were a lot of lessons learned like you said there were struggle bill moments yeah. um <laughs> you know, but it was it was exciting I mean even with all the roller coaster rides that were there we were still able to maintain and still able to do different things and so of course we have things like the show that have, that have transpired and I just know that 2016 is just going to be extremely exciting I mean I I really feel like it's going to be um a great time so I am looking forward to it. (laughs) I'm very excited about 2016 and all that, you know, is the everything that transpired in 2015, it can only get better. Um, And and one thing that I could also say is, and I'm sure you could agree that 2015 was really a test of, of my faith. And um, and really, my belief in uh, in in God's vision and, and purpose for my life, and really in my abilities, and in that you know that if I'm really called to do this, that the the opportunities will come, the doors will eventually open, and just really staying focused and persistent, and um, really just relentless and just unwilling to really be told no. So um, that's been the big um, awakening and kind of. Um, Thing that I've taken away from 2015 and just really just learning how to embrace the journey. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think, you know, for me for 2016, I've, you know, committed and declared that I'm going to be more present, whether it's present, um, you know, in the business or it's present with the fam or whatever it, um, it is. It's just like, I want to make sure that I'm enjoying the journey because sometimes the end goal is, is what we're going for. And we, we miss out on the journey. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I told the kids we're going to start and it's real simple. We already have the supplies. It's just our happy jar. And we, I saw it on Pinterest. Um, and you just take a Mason jar and you have sticky notes next to it. And every day you write down those happy moments of the day, because as we were talking about, we forget, I mean, it's going to be by the, by the time we get to the end of the year next year, we're going to forget what happened on January first potentially you know so um sometimes it's not the big big bang things it's the small steps that it took for us to get there and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight is you know how to embrace the journey how to set Mm -hmm. ourselves up for success and so I think you know I'm going to be shocked or you know surprised and and reminded of all of those happy moments that we had throughout 2016 when New Year's Eve or New Year's Day comes in 2017 and we're sitting there and we're opening these up and we're laughing and we're reminiscing and we're saying oh my gosh we were able to get over that hurdle and you know just looking at what support systems were there and and I can't I can't even put into words that how um 
proud I am of my family for stepping up and actually standing behind me and saying, you know what? We got you. We got you. You fall in. <laughs> All right. We got you. Uh, some days don't know how it's going to happen, but we keep going. So no, that's beautiful. I actually think I need to try that. Cause I similar to, you know, what you were saying is that I have like probably 20 journals in which I started writing in that haven't been finished. And in this entrepreneurial journey, especially, there come so many points where you have these really high moments and you have these really low moments happening like at the same time. And you can get so overwhelmed by the low moments, you don't even get a chance to be grateful for the good that has happened. And there have been so many instances I can say over, um, you know, my entrepreneurial journey over the past couple of years where I found myself in those spaces where like, man, I forgot that that even happened because I've been in this, this, this dark place of just really overwhelmed with all of the darkness that's been happening. So I think that's just an amazing um, idea. I might actually need to try that, get that, get one of those on my desk <laughs> of, um, yeah. I'm a call mine that you go girl jar. So anytime I have a, a you go girl moment, right? You know, I've done something amazing and there's nobody there to celebrate me I'll make sure that I'll put that in the jar so that I don't forget to learn how to celebrate myself yeah I mean I think that's that's a huge part of it is you know not everybody we don't know what's going on in each other's heads and so you know we could see the things on the outside but sometimes we have to take the time to say okay I'm going to really challenge myself to be in the moment or I'm gonna challenge myself to celebrate myself and that's hard especially for women Mm -hmm. because we start to think that we've crossed over into this egotistical land and arrogance and all of this but um, I saw someone on Facebook yesterday and she had put uh, a picture of herself and she she said, I know this girl and she put all these adjectives about her and all of this. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's me. And I'm like, right. You know, but so many of us don't do that. We don't we don't post that because then we're like, oh, what will people think about me if I'm actually tooting my own horn? But if you don't toot it, nobody will know to help you because they don't even know what's all going on and what triumphs you you have and, and what successes you've seen. So, um I, I definitely think it's a good thing. And it, it came from me not journaling as well. Every year I've been like, I want to journal. I want to journal. I want to journal. And I just didn't do it. So to me, I was like, okay, this breaks it down into just mm-hmm. a little sticky note. And it's not that I have to do a page because again, I might set myself up and say, I have to mm-hmm. do a page. If I don't do a page or a half a page, it's a failure. Mm-hmm. For day. But this little sticky note kind of gives me that yeah. same journaling experience without And I just want to throw this in here because one of the things that I posted today, those of you that are listening, if there has been something that you've been declaring year, year after year after year, you know, the definition of an insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. So even this example of what we're saying with this creating the happy jar, like taking something as small as wanting to journal every year and it not being something that you're successful at and coming up with a different way to meet that goal. But in a way in which you know you can actually probably be more successful. So if you know you don't have the time maybe to sit down for a half an hour and journal, but you can take, you know, a few seconds and maybe write down something in which you can celebrate yourself or a happy moment and put that somewhere in a jar that you will 
have achieved whatever that was that you were looking at by, you know, doing that journalizing. So I just wanted to point that out because I think that's a great example because I think every year, many of us, and me included, every year there's kind of been something that I said that I wanted to do and maybe didn't do it. But if I took the same approach that I took in the previous years, it's why that particular goal was never really met. So. Exactly. Well, you know, we're not alone in that boat. I did a little research <laughs> before this call and I read that 75% of people stick to their New Year's resolutions for at least a week, but less than <laughs> half, 46% okay. are still on target after six months. Wow. So we all have work to do. And, you know, mm-hmm. Akila and I were not perfect, but we do love coaching and we love seeing individual success um, or, or reaching uh, success. And we have coaching sessions that are available in 2016. We want yes. you to be successful. We, we want-, want you to be in the 46%. Come that's, on. That, that is so right. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's just one more thing for you to put on the list as, okay, a help tool, a resource, because that's what tonight is all about. It's all about resources. I mean, we're we're trying to set you up here for success. So last week, when we talked about love and relationships with the guys, and we're going to bring them back. Don't worry, because we didn't get to everything. <laughs> but, you know, we know that that's a big piece, too. But then we started looking at what are those top things that people actually set for their resolutions. And so we know relationships is huge. So we're going to start in January talking all about relationships, getting you prepared for that. We might even have a little bit tonight if someone comes on and, you know, brings that up. But we want to just talk in general, too about what does it take to even be successful when you make these declarations we dream a lot and we don't necessarily put the actions to it so what are some helpful tips and tricks that we can use well most of us most of the time we set these broad goals so we don't really have a high probability starting out of success and that's why a lot of us we find ourselves you know unfortunately not in the 46 percent um but if you Use what most of you have heard of SMART goals, which is the specific, measurable, attainable, or action-oriented, relevant, and time-bound goal-setting process. You know, when we talk about relevant, it's the why. It goes back to the why. So if you say, mm-hmm. I want to lose weight, everybody always wants to lose weight. You know, we're all like, I want to get right. I want to get, you know, right by summer, this, that, and the other. But that's such a broad goal. We have to bring it in a little bit more and actually say, I want to lose 25 pounds by, you know, a certain date. If you don't have 25 pounds to lose, then you need to adjust that number because, again, that's not going to get you there. But what are you committed to? You know, if you're committed to working out 30 minutes a day, three times a week, then put it on your calendar. Find you an app on your phone. You know, if you say, well, I can't afford a gym membership, that's okay. Do it in your home. Home. Find those free things that you can, whether it's on your on-demand on, on your cable television or it's on the internet. Most of us have internet, whether on our phone or we have Apple TV that we can project to the TV, you know, whatever the case is. But that's really going to help us, you know, with getting to be success successful. And, you know, the number one thing that was on the list was fitness. I mean, mm-hmm. whether it was healthy lifestyles, healthy living. And I know you, Akila, you've done some different things in the past and you're a guru to me in this area. So, <laughs> you know, just, you know, what, what do you and Sean find yourselves doing um, and what resources or tips do you have for the listeners that will really help them maintain that healthy lifestyle? Because again, we know it's a lifestyle. Right. right. And so that's actually my first point is that everyone needs to stop dieting and actually commit to a lifestyle change. 
because diets are temporary. You know, we get on these clean eating regimens and, and everyone kind of wants this, you know, get fit quick kind of um, equation and not really wanting to commit to the lifestyle. And that's why, you know, we, we lose weight, we lose weight for short periods of time and then we kind of gain it right back and sometimes gain even more when we gain the weight back because we really didn't commit to a lifestyle, but more so this short term way of being for this, you know, really short term outcome that we're looking for around the weight. So it's really huge to, to, um, reinvent your whole outlook on, on eating, so it, it really starts with, with eating is really eating clean. Like I think one of the biggest things that I think people feel like they can, um, you know, they can work out a bad diet. Like you can't really outwork a bad diet. Like no matter how much you work out, if you eat terribly, I mean, you probably are going to look terrible. Like a, a <laughs> lot of times you may see like, you know, I know I've been in spaces with, with marathoners and I was very shocked at how uh, you, you would think that people that are able to run really long periods of time are, you, they're, they're automatically like, you know, fit, got abs. Like that was what I was expecting. But in talking to people that if you can really work out and have all this endurance and be doing these Ironman competitions, but if you're not eating properly uh, it will be very difficult to really attain your fitness goals as it relates to like losing weight and really what you want your your body fat to be so the, the number one thing is really committing to eating clean so i mean having a clean eating regimen i mean you know me and sean when we're at our periods that where we're getting serious we eat you know five to six small meals a day which is really protein you know three to four depending on how heavy you are it might be five to six ounces of protein with vegetables really low carbs you know at most maybe with one meal a day, maybe a cup of rice or a cup of pasta, but really trying to keep your, your protein high, your veggies high, and your having your, your intake of water being very high. Because one of the biggest misconceptions is that people think that with diets, I should eat less. Mm. Where where how your body works is, is that the more you feed your body is how you speed up your metabolism right. and how you will be able to break down food and how you'll be able to lose the weight. So, you know, my father sometimes uses this analogy. He compares the body to money. When we have a lot of money, many people tend to spend it. But during those periods in which we're broke, we hold on to our money and we're very careful of like what we spend our money on. Your body is the same way with food. If we're constantly giving ourselves food, so like when we're eating five to six small meals a day, our body's constantly breaking that down like very, very quickly. But if you're one of those people, I hear people all the time, you know, oh, I only eat one meal a day. That's actually doing you more harm than eating more food a day because your body's holding on to that food and it's not very easily breaking it down. I was right. fitness all day. So I the, know, right? The, big, the biggest thing is really eating clean. And the other thing is, is you know, staying hydrated, making sure you're, you're drinking half of your body weight in, in water. There's little things that you can do. Like for me, when I first started my fitness journey, like learning how to substitute. If you're not ready to go to like the five, six meals a day, like, you know, people that are doing bodybuilding competitions, that's how they eat. If you're not ready for that yet. Start small by doing little things. Like me, I love ice cream. When I first started my fitness journey I replaced it my ice cream craving with yogurt and I would eat yogurt every day um and it's making little choices like that that makes such a big difference doing things like drinking water but I love juice oh my god but juice has so much sugar in it so if you're able mm -hmm. to 
learn how to maybe just drink all water or maybe get yourself down to where you're only having one juice, one, you know, cup of juice a day. All of those things make, make a, a huge difference. And then, yes, of course, you need to work out. So committing to 30 minutes of cardio and ladies definitely listening, you need to lift weights. I know for some reason as women, we're scared of lifting weights, but lifting is what's going to help you look toned. It's what's going to help really cut down your body fat and convert uh, the, the current fat that you're carrying into muscle. So it's about how you eat. It's really about staying active, staying hydrated, and just being smart about, you know, your substitutions. So if I could give you anything about fitness, this is more so committing to the lifestyle and let it happen gradually by these smaller changes. So it's not going to be something that happens overnight, but um, if you commit to like two to three pounds a, a week, that will help you keep the weight off in the long run. And there you have it, folks. Akila C. Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Fitness trainer, motivation strategist. <laughs> but for those listening, I am really going to be able to. I fell off for a while. Boo loving, had me boo eating. We was, we've been dating a lot. So I've put on about 40 pounds in the past like year and a half. But I'm definitely stepping back into it. I really want to step back into doing some modeling and some acting and some other things. And if we're going to be going to Africa and all these other places, I got to be fit right. to keep up with these girls if I'm going to be going over the, all over the place with them. So continue following, continue listening. I'll have a lot to share, especially in 2016 of, you know, how to get fit. Right. Well, thanks for sharing that. I'm sure it'll be helpful. And I know there's going to be some classes and everything. I mean, you know, we incorporate that um, fitness component into a lot of, I mean, whether it's the teen boot camp or it's the women's uh, activities, we incorporate that with I Am Beauty because I Am Beauty is outside and inside for us. So um, definitely look at the blog and, you know, reach out to us if you have questions because we're definitely here to help. And, you know, I was I kept going. I'm like, okay, so fitness check like everyone knows that one. And then what's our next one? And um, on the list, it said People find it hard to save. They want to travel. They want to save. And they just want to have spontaneous fun. So um, I said, okay, well, we have to put some things together that really help people with that. Like, how do how do you save? How do you travel? How do you have fun, you know, with your friends? Continue to do things with family. And the number one thing was to create a budget. I mean, take out all of those statements that we run away from. Tally up those expenses. All those bills that we know keep ricocheting back. Write the due dates down. We need to record all of our income sources. You know, where are all the sources of income coming from? Find some of them little side hustles and get some of that income in. And don't think of it as extra. Put that into your main pot of money. Um, And then also knowing which bills are fixed and which ones are variable. If you aren't on a budget plan for your utilities, let's say, maybe you can look into that and see if that's going to help you out so that you know that's a fixed amount now instead of one that fluctuates by the season. And then also with, um, you know, looking at your credit cards and reducing those, eliminating your debt, you know, you need to know your numbers. You have to know your numbers in order to actually be able to pay things off or to be able to, um, per se, 
look at your expenses and say, okay, I can, I can pay this off and then I can shift the money from, you know, place A to place B. Instead of shifting the money because it's robbing Peter to pay Paul, we want to actually be paying things off and getting rid of debt, paying it down mm-hmm. and getting rid of it. But another um, little tip was using the latte factor or the envelope system. So with the latte factor, it could be with coffee, but it could also be with anything. It could be with any little thing like dining out. You know, like you said, you were boo loving, y'all were eating a lot. You might have been mm-hmm. dating it. So instead of going out to the movies and having dinner, maybe you actually make dinner and you get a red box movie. So you've just saved a ton of money by doing Doing that something very small, um, but still you can still have the same level of intimacy, the same level of fun, all of that by doing it at home. Um, so that's the latte factor. Just if you do coffee every day at Starbucks, maybe instead of seven days a week, you do it for three or four days a week. And I know some of my Starbucks lovers, scooters, whoever, you guys are like, uh, uh-uh, I don't know if I can live without my coffee, but you can maybe make it at home a little bit cheaper. And then there's the envelope system. Um, some have heard of that from Dave Ramsey actually putting an envelope for each thing like bills, groceries, entertainment. And when the money is gone, the money is gone. Mm -hmm. So if you want some more entertainment, you're going to have to find it in your house for free or even looking out on some of the things like what is free in your city? You know, a lot of us don't look at our community boards often and our chamber websites and the newspaper, library um, calendars. Like there's a lot of free fun out there that you can do that won't cost you anything. That could be a lot better than uh, going out and spending $25 every single time. I mean, you, I'm going to need to find some of that free fun. Yeah, you got to go find free fun. <laughs> I have to find it all the time with the kids. So I'm like, free fun, free fun, free fun. I'm on every mama's site trying to find something that they're doing. They do the research for you. So, yeah. you know, and, and lastly, um, increasing your credit score. Because some people go out and they're financing things and they're getting a new car or whatever in their or house and your interest rates are high. So, you know, check your credit report. Um, if there's anything negative on there, make sure that you're you're working to get that off, um, whether it's paid down or disputed. And you can always check your credit report once a year at annualcreditreport.com. Some people don't know that that's free. Won't give you your score, but it will give you the items that are actually on your credit report. Um, and then this can help you with once you're Focusing on that, keep your credit card ratios low, meaning the amount that you utilize should be less than a third of the credit limit. You know, that right there is going to help your score because I think that section on your FICO score is like 30% or something. It's like as much as your mortgage. So you want to definitely make sure that the credit, the credit cards and things are in order or your revolving debt is in order and paying those things off each month um, would definitely be helpful as well. So, I mean, that's just a little bit about like the budget and saving money and some, some tips and tricks to find some free fun or cheaper fun um, that you can definitely do too. And, you know, at the beginning of the show and at, and, and during during every show, we want to hear from our listeners. So this was something that was brought up too, but um, we did open up the phone lines. We were pinged by a few people and said, hey, you know, we want to talk about this. So I want to bring, um, I want to bring Precious on the show right now. Precious, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hey, Precious. Welcome to the Beauty Show. Um, I just wanted to open it up for some of our listeners because as Akila and I said, we love coaching people and we've been saying we're going to do some live coaching. So we figured why not in 2015 with a bang? So um, we have you on the show. So what can we help you with? How can we support you? What, what are some declarations or a declaration you have for 2016? Well, my main one is um, finding a balance between my spiritual relationship and my relationship. 
Um, I'm dating someone who's actually received the calling into the ministry. And right now we're just having a, a battle where how do we balance that relationship? Um, I know where my spiritual, my spirit, my spirituality lies. Um, but it's like the time and how do you basically respect that? It's like, you know, you've already built a personal relationship, business, personal, and now you have this new relationship that's coming into play. So it's kind of just trying to balance that, um, especially with me trying to basically get more in touch with my spiritual relationship and then still have that relationship that we had before. So it's kind of, I'm just kind of like in a spot where I'm like, how do I balance that in, in, in 2016 and to keep it positive so that we can build a solid relationship and, and possibly, you know, to go to the next level. Okay. So this is, this is Akila. I just want to have a, a point of clarity. So it sounds like you're dating someone that's in ministry. Yeah. Correct. Okay. And you yeah. are trying to balance, um, I guess the, um, the demands of being with someone that's a minister, but also, um, cause you said you're trying to balance your, your spirituality and then mm-hmm. the relationship. Clarify that for me exactly what, you, what, what you mean well, by that. When you say, when you're dating someone, it's like, do, do you go full blown to, to that person's side? Or do you still stay the same person that you are, but just respect that and say, okay, I, I have you a hundred percent. It's like, do you change? It's like your lifestyle has to change a lot to complement that person's lifestyle now. So it's just basically trying to figure that part out. Like, do I, what do I, what am I willing to let go to be into, to, in this lifestyle now, which I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I'm, I'm being, you know, I just want it to be natural. You know, when it's ready for me to come to that part, it's supposed to be natural, not to be forced. Okay. I th- I think for me then, it sounds like then you need to really answer the question that you're posing to yourself of like, you know, what is it going to take from you? Because to have something different, you're probably going to need to be somewhat different. So from my understanding and just knowing a lot about uh, about people in ministry and, and you know, having, um, you know, just watch my own first lady and what it's like to be with someone in, in, in ministry. There's a lot of demands that comes with being with someone in that, you know, particular space. So it really goes back to you and really figuring out what are your non-negotiables? What are going to be what are you going to be able to give in an environment like that? Because if you're seeing that this is the demands on this person's life while you're dating, it's only going to be a natural progression to be that much more if this becomes marriage and you know other things and you're deciding to build a family with this person so I really think what you need to take a step back and really think about you know who do me what do what does precious want in a relationship and what does that look like? Rather than trying to fix yourself to fit this relationship, really get rooted in what you want out of a relationship and what that looks like and source that. Because if this man, whoever this is, really wants to be with you in spite of whatever space he may be in and the demands that may be on him, if he really is, because remember, you know, he's in ministry, is he who find the wife find a good thing. So you shouldn't be here fixing yourself to fit this situation, but more so be, you know, sourcing that kind of man that's going to be able to meet what your needs are. Okay. So I know I said a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hopefully you got that. But do you understand? I did. Where you're coming from? Huh? 
I mean, do you see, do you hear where I'm coming from? Like, what do you hear? What do you hear me saying? Let me ask you that. What do you hear me saying? Basically, I have to make that decision on my own. I can't, it's going to be me who's going to have to make that decision. In the ultimate, and I have to, I have to basically, if I'm willing, I have to be the one willing to do this. And if those are in my relationship goals, then that's where I go. If not, then I need to go and say, okay, this is not what I want out of the relationship and need to just go ahead and just end that thing. Yeah. I mean, because in every, in every relationship, there's going to be some kind of compromise, but don't go, don't like before you even really get in the relationship already be compromising. And that's kind of how you sound. You, you already sound like, you know, in order to be in this relationship, these are all of the different things that I'm going to have to let go of, or that I'm not going to be able to have. Whereas that might not really be the case. So really, if you take a step back and think about, you know, what do I want out of a, you know, and, and saying that you're a spiritual, par- spiritual person, you know, what do I want, you know, my spiritual partner to look like, you know, yes, it'd be great to have someone who loves the Lord and that's in ministry. Awesome. But what does that mean for me? Like, what do I, do I need out of the relationship? And really, this is a, this is an opportunity for you to be selfish, and really think about what you want because a lot of times as women we go on relationships looking for the relationship to fulfill us in areas in which we're void and in this type of dynamic we're going into a relationship with someone in ministry there's a lot that they're going to need from a partner there's a lot of sacrificing that's going to need to happen but it's like is that really what you want and that's really kind of it goes back to you and what you and really what you want and I think that there's you know there's definitely levels to it because you know one of the things that you had mentioned was you know do I do I change who I am and and that's that's a tricky thing because you still have to be authentic at your core no matter what so when you talk about your behaviors and your actions and different things of course we always can assess those things but stay true to yourself at your at your core so that Anything that you are doing as you continue to walk in this journey, it is organic. It is something that feels natural. It is something that both of you will will feel isn't forced because you don't want to feel that way. Now, that doesn't mean that if it's your comfort zone that's holding you back. Like if it's fear of something that hasn't even happened yet. Now, that's mm-hmm. a totally different thing that you need to be assessing because that unfortunately um, can stop you from being open to the possibilities. Um, Also your friend circle, you know, who's in your friend circle and what are the trends that you're seeing with the relationship with your friends? Sometimes you can learn a lot about the relationships with the significant other. If you look at your friend circles as well, you know, are there trends? Are there things that I'm afraid of on both sides? Are there things that I feel are happening to me or ways that I, you know, am being that I don't necessarily like um, in both zones? Because those are two different zones, but sometimes we we can, like I said, see the trends that are actually happening. So that's something for you to kind of look at too and say, okay, what are my non-negotiables with my friend circle? If I wouldn't okay. ex- accept it from this friend over here, then why would I accept this in my relationship with my significant other? Now it's going to look a little different, but there are some things that you can kind of take um, to heart and, and look at. Does that make sense? Okay. It does. Any questions that you have or <laughs> any, you know, we said a lot. And, Ooh, and yeah. you know, yeah, we, think, was throwing, we was throwing rapid fire. We at are, you. we are, <laughs> we are. 
But but really get that pen and paper out and start writing down. Here's what I want it to look like. Like Akilah said, here's my future goals, you know, for a relationship. This is what success looks like. But mm-hmm. I think also those and, non-negotiables. And what are you worth? You know, yeah. what, what's your worth carrying right now? Declare it and be specific. Like, That's you know, right. I, want it, I want it to be sexy. Like, I want it to be passionate. Like, I want to be uber connected. Like, really declare and be specific about what that relationship looks like. And you will attract it whether it's from the person that you're with right now or maybe it's 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 somewhere else but it's really just being open and being a space for the relationship that you want and really allowing yourself to like be what's wanted and needed for like that relationship to like happen gotcha right right gotcha so thank you, ladies. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. So I think that we have Brianna on the line now. Yes, I'm here. Okay. Hello. Hey Brianna. Welcome Hello. to the show. So you. so you've been listening into the show. So what revelations have you had that we can support you as far as declaring <laughs> that 2016 successful thing? What is that thing that you're looking to do in 2016? Okay, two really big ones for me is I would like to be a lot more organized. And um, you guys basically touched on my other one, which was budgeting. But I do have a, I wouldn't necessarily say a business idea, but it's more like a support group idea for mothers and um, different ways and resources that they can utilize to become better parents and to in turn have um, greater children. Um, so those are two big things for me. Okay, so going back to, do you want to address your first one or your second one? Like, what's your priority really to talk about? My priority will be organization. Okay. So when you say that you want to be more organized, like let's be specific and kind of using our whole smart uh, goals and uh-huh. how we, we, all, we set that all up. When you <laughs> say being more organized, what are you saying specifically? Are we, do we mean being organized, meaning our house being clean? Do we mean actually checking our email or do we mean like all of that? I mean, to be honest, it's a little bit of all of that. Okay. It's okay. everywhere, and it's a balanced day-to-day life. It's all out of balance because it's no organ. Well, it's some it's minimal organization out there. Okay. Well, can I first just applaud you for, because I don't think I've, in many times of talking to people, that hasn't been something that I've heard often and people wanting to be more organized. And decluttering Uh is powerful because being able to declutter in your life creates space for everything that like kind of you want to happen like you think better you know there's just room for success to happen when you declutter so I think the first thing that I would say is to is in being more organized is really being intentional about being organized so if it's you know around your house if it's if you if you normally come in and you, you know, maybe don't hang things up or maybe don't, don't put your clothes away or put your shoes away that maybe just taking baby steps and just being more intentional about being more organized. You know, if you said that email is, is another thing, you know, starting to create filing systems and ways for you to organize yourself around your email. Or, you know, one big thing that I had to start doing is that I got tired of looking at my phone and it was saying like 40,000 unopened emails. And that was from my Yahoo account, which I just wasn't checking. 
I stopped forwarding that particular email to my phone so that there wasn't this unnecessary, like just mass of emails that are unopened, taking up space again, taking up space for opportunity for me to download pictures and all kinds of other things on my phone (laughs) because it's just there cluttering everything up. So, I mean, that's uh, the, 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 the largest thing that I would say is just really being intentional about being more organized and creating new habits that will support you in just being more organized. So, you know, from just putting things away, you know, maybe setting times once a week uh, or maybe once a day to actually clean something up or to maybe refresh things. But it's all in that of just being intentional. How could I constantly be in a space of wanting to declutter, wanting to create space, wanting to be organized, you know? Right. Okay, thank you. And, and that's the number number three thing, actually. That would have been our number three was the budgeting. And then, yeah, the organization was um, was one of those resolutions that was set as well and and I'll I'll touch on we have just a couple more minutes before we have to get off the line here this show has gone so fast so um, I'll touch uh, on a couple of things here uh, regarding the support group idea that you have for mothers I think the biggest thing for you would be just to go out there and start you know um, Akila and I both can attest to the fact of like even this show Coming on the show, not knowing who's going to listen, not knowing if we have relevant things to talk about for people, but we don't know until we start. And so once we started, we knew that it was relevant because we get texts and we have people sending emails and, you know, people posting different things and saying that really spoke to me. So, you know, just get started. That is the number one thing that in 2016, no matter what, if you have an idea, if you have a goal, if you have a declaration that you've put out there into the atmosphere, go for it. I mean, we can't, we can't say it enough. You have to, have to, have to go for it because you just never know where it's going to lead you. Um, the relationship that Akila and I have now was just a matter of going for it. And, mm-hmm. and I think that, yeah, like big time. Um, and I think that you just have to get out of your comfort zone and you have to stop questioning what are other people going to think? And you have to stop doubting yourself and your abilities because if God gave you this idea, if God gave you this purpose, then you have to walk in it even when no one, you if you don't feel like anyone is necessarily walking with you. Um, and for all the people who want to start businesses, it's really easy to start a business. You have the idea and trust me, the government can't wait for you to get that employee identification number so they can start taxing you. So um, it's, it's, it's a lot easier than you think to go out on these government websites and get started and talk to your state representatives or state offices about getting started. So if you have any questions about that, reach out to us, let us know. We would definitely, definitely, definitely um, love to support you in doing that because I know that's another big venture is entrepreneurship that a lot of people uh, want to do as well. So, you know, we have, um, like I said, a few more minutes. Akila, do you have any thoughts about what we talked about? We talked about a lot today. On the yeah. Show. One thing that I want to say that I think we kind of glossed over in the beginning of just the importance of in supporting these new goals and, and the, the the importance of actually having a coach. Mm-hmm. 
I would say this year, or the past two years, is where I've really, I, I didn't really understand the the power of actually having a coach and really what that can mean. But um, this year, I had um, a spiritual coach for a period and um, was connected to some transformational coaches, you know, as well as executive coaches. And everyone needs a coach. Like, yes. you know, some of the we great- all have, we both have coaches and we're coaches. And- yeah, yeah. The coaches Both need coaches. Coaches, have coaches. yes. <laughs> the, the the biggest of coaches, you know, they need coaches, and it's been so helpful in and for me having someone to push me and to challenge me and to ask me the questions that no one else would know how to ask and to really frame things in a way that allows me to see opportunity and 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 really be that person to. To, to share with me how I'm showing up maybe in a way that, that someone else might not be able to share with me. So I, I definitely, um, if it's not with us, with it, with whoever you find that, that is a great match for you as a coach, I definitely um, suggest that coaching is a great way to whether it's, you know, to support you around you. There's all different kinds of coaches from business coaches to if you, if you need a health coach, if you're struggling with your fitness goals on your own, get a coach. I know for myself, um, you know, having a health coach was actually one of the first coaches that I, that I had and having someone to give me diets and to be able to prescribe workouts and so forth for me. So, um, I don't know if you have anything else to share as far as, um, coaches are concerned, but I just wanted to put that in there because stepping into a new year, I definitely being open to coaching would really support you in goals and declarations that you have for 2016. And I think that people um, sometimes have a misconception of what coaching is. You know, this is really about meeting you where you are and taking you into the future. And that is something that a lot of people, well, why do I need one? Well, about accountability, coming up with new ideas, brainstorming different things. And again, having that partner, we all know that getting up and going to the gym at five in the morning is never an easy thing for most people. But when you have a partner that you're going with, you're like, all right, I'm showing up. For the other person, if nothing else. And so Mm -hmm. that's really what coaching is all about. And uh, we know that the best athletes have the best coaches and they're able to perform. Sometimes that coach sees some things that they don't see or or um, is able to adjust some different things from afar that the person wouldn't necessarily be able to do. So that is what coaching is all about when I when I think of it from a perspective of why I use it and why I need it. Um, So I definitely think it would be a great idea if you don't already have one, you need to sign up for um, at least a few sessions just to see what it's all about and to see if it can really help change the trajectory of your future. I agree. Well, ladies um, who called in, thank you so much uh, for calling in to the show tonight and sharing your challenges, your declarations with us and allowing us to have time to do that. Like every show. Well, we we keep saying that we're going to try, but (laughs) the show goes so fast. I think we're going to need to talk to Dean about having a longer show. (laughs) We got to do some. Just not enough time. (laughs) At all. It goes really, really fast. So, um, you know, we'll definitely work that in. So if in the meantime, you know, to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us. If you want to share your challenges, if you want to hear from us, we definitely want to hear from you. So let us know how we can help you elevate your life. 
I mean, that love, that life, whatever it is that you're trying to do for 2016, we want to help you with that. So visit us on uh, the keepingitbeauty.com site. Visit our Girl Talk section. Sound off. Send us your questions, your topic suggestions, because we're always open to finding new guests, new show ideas. And we want to we want your 2016 to be big, bigger than you even imagine that it could possibly be. So we have some big things planned um, at I Am Beauty. And I mean, start the year off with us. Join us for our next Beauty Dreamers event. Um, Akilah is going to be hosting a vision board and New Year's declaration party January 7th from 645 to 9 Eastern time. Um, and we have the details on our site, but it's at 500 8th Avenue from 630 to 9 don't miss it. Get your tickets. And to our parents and our teens listening, our I Am Beauty Teen Spring Boot Camp for girls 14 to 18 years of age is starting January 16th. Seats are filling up, so you do want to register. Go out to our website, IamBeautyInc.com. And then uh, you can also find out any other happenings, whether you follow us on Facebook, Instagram. The handle is I Am Beauty Inc. underscore. Like us on Facebook, I Am Beauty Inc. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Join us next week, same place, same time. Tell a friend. And next week, we'll be start We'll start setting up um, the success in the love department. So it might get a little steamy. Yes. So you don't want to miss our January shows. And we're, of course, going to bring the guys back. And just remember, those who believe they can do something and those who believe they can't are both right. Henry Ford. Thank you so much. Good night, everyone. Have a safe and happy new year. See you in 2016. Happy Kwanzaa and be beauty. Beauty.